Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. And uh, it is uh, cold out there. And I, uh, I hope everybody dresses appropriately and uh, goes out of the house. Be sure and grab your coat. Unless you're hot in nature, then I don't guess you have to worry about it. But uh, it is chilly out there. And uh, I tell you, I'm mean, getting to wonder if we're in for a bad winter. Get cold as quick. But then again, we are in Tennessee, so it could be... 50 today and 105 tomorrow so so it's hard telling as soon as you bring out your uh, winter gear it uh, turns around and it's in the 90s again so don't know how to really keep up with the weather so don't know if it's going to uh what it's going to do but anyway hope everybody's having a good morning thus far and i know i'm doing uh, the devotions uh, earlier than i normally do but i have uh, several doctor's appointments uh early this morning and so uh i didn't want to uh and I do my devotion, so the only way to do it is to do it a little bit early so I can uh, jet on out and make those appointments. And uh, I have to see my pulmonologist. I'm sure y'all are just so happy and eager to hear about that. And uh, so I can get uh, just, I'm tired of having pneumonia all the time and uh, bronchitis and upper respiratory infections. So I think they're trying to get ahead of the game for. Uh, uh, winter sets in and starts causing a lot of problems like it normally does because I that's another reason why I don't do cold well but as soon as that hits my lungs I cough my head off for whatever reason so but anyway uh, let's go ahead and look at our verses um we're gonna look at first Thessalonians 4 uh, 6 and 7 so let me uh, bring these up here I got a couple of slides for you here to look at and there we go. Uh, in the King James Version, of course, God's Word says that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any manner because that the Lord is the avenger of all such as we also have forewarned you and testified. For God hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. So that's why we um, can, uh, of course, if you want to see the actual verses, you can see that here. Uh, from again, this is First Thessalonians four, six, and seven, and I uh, thought you might enjoy just looking at the uh, the slides to kind of bring home more of a um, understanding of what these passages are trying to say. And so, when we look at these verses here, uh, you know, there's a lot going on if we uh, when looking into this and studying this. All right, so uh, so let's let's bring these back up again. Uh, we'll bring out the first slide first here. And uh, let me see here. Hold on here. Make sure I'm doing this correctly. And uh, there we go. All right. So uh, it says, uh, obviously in the first part of this, in verse 6, and that no man transgressed and defraud his brother in the matter because the Lord is the avenger in all things, just as we also told you before and solemnly warned you. Now, I'm a little unclear with a woman vacuuming in this slide, uh, but I didn't, there was a, I didn't have a lot to choose from. Uh, but if you notice, it shows the couple there. So uh, we'll get in here in just one second. First, you know, we look at this. It says there that no man go beyond and defraud his brother. All right. The never itself, I think, is pretty clear. Uh, we should not cheat other people, whether in business dealings uh, or personal transactions, friend, family, or foe, that we should be honest and show integrity in all things. You know, one thing that I've always tried to do uh, when I sell something is I've always tried to be completely honest. I'm a firm believer that if you do are not honest, 
then uh, uh, it's going to come back to bite you. And so I don't care if it's as, as minor as a scratch or as big as an oil leak. You know, if I'm selling a car, then I try to be as honest as I can. Nothing makes me more angry when uh, in times past trying to find a used car, somebody has something for sale. And uh, I'll ask something as simple as, well, does the radio work? Oh, I don't know, buddy. I don't listen to the radio. I just keep the windows down. Well, you know, that tells me right there, no, the radio doesn't work. But if you can't be honest in something as simple, uh, he or she can be as, as honest as it was something as simple as a radio, how, then there's no way I'm going to trust him about the rest of the car, uh, mechanical and electrical, if it's going to run like it's supposed to, you know. And it just it, it really angers me when you ask me a direct question and they cannot answer uh, in a way that uh, shows their integrity and their honesty. And so, so we have to be so very careful uh, when in, in doing, whether it's new cars, used cars, buying off of uh, Facebook or eBay, you know, we always have to be very careful. And uh, what, depending on what you purchase, it could, uh, you could get burned real easy. So, you know, we need to be honest in all areas of our life. And that is a reflection of Jesus Christ within us where we can show honesty and integrity in those around us. and But it also says defraud his brother in any matter, okay? In any matter. And that kind of goes to this, this, we're looking at this picture here of uh, this couple because, you know, if you are uh, committing adultery, if you are having relations uh, outside of your marriage, you know, uh, Brandy likes to watch your Dr. Phil, and just the other day he had on air this, couple claims they had an open marriage and uh they uh, the husband was upset because she felt he felt like her her boyfriend was getting a little uh too involved with her it's absolute insanity you watch this stuff and it can't laugh but even even he dr phil said that in his 40 some years of practice has he never ever seen a marriage work that done this open marriage concept and it won't work. Marriage is between one man and one woman as we see in Genesis 127 and that is the way it, it is supposed to be. And if you are committing adultery, if you're defiling your brother's bed, I mean, when I say brother, not your physical brother, but as uh, those in the world uh, that if you're out there and you're with another man's wife or you're with a woman or another with another man's husband, it doesn't work. You know, it amazes me the people I've talked to throughout the years who, uh, women who are dating married men and they said well he he said he's going to leave her he's not happy and it's been a couple years now and he's still with her and, but i love him and i'm just like man you know wh why are you wasting your time if they will cheat with you they will cheat on you you know it's not going to work that way but this verse takes it a step further and talks about sodomites and, and, what, and what it's referring to. Of course, you know, when you want to truly understand a passage, you read what's before and you read what's after. And, and you know, it, talking about homosexuality and talking how it is wrong. And when it refers to sodomites, that's what it's talking about, homosexuality, that it is wrong. It amazes me. And verse after, you know, so many verses, New Testament, Old Testament, this distinctly uh, without, you know, without any question that homosexuality is wrong. Yet there are those out there who will twist the scripture, twist the Bible. Even those claiming to be Christians will twist the, remember even Satan quoted verses. And uh, hello, okay. And uh, twisted verse, even Satan quoted scripture, but he twisted the verses. And who will try to justify alternative lifestyle choices. And uh, that's just it. It is a choice. And that the devil has perverted what God has put in place. So sexual sin of any kind, adultery, 
homosexuality, whatever it may be, that is wrong. And as we read on in this verse, okay, it says that because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also have forewarned you and testified. So when we see that the Lord is the avenger, all right, obviously we're not talking about the fictional superhero uh, movies, the Avengers, and we're talking about the avenging of what God will do uh, because if you're living outside of his will, outside of uh, what God has put in place, He will. he's going to come down on you in great judgment. And one great example is that in Sodom, in Sodom and Gomorrah. And, uh, you know, it's amazing that Lot tried to give his own daughters to these people, but the men wanted to have relations with the male angels because that's how evil, violent, corrupted had become. And I think that's what we're seeing in our country today, that uh, that sexual promiscuity is, is, is anything goes, whether it's adultery, homosexuality, it's whatever you want to do, it, the, the world deems okay. And God will avenge that. God will, will bring judgment upon that. And those who are not saved will have to be given an account for everything. Everything they have done in the flesh, everything they have done uh, in regards to their rebellion against God Almighty. For those of us who are saved, we will stand in judgment for the things we didn't do uh, for Jesus Christ, for the things that we didn't minister and how we didn't interact uh, with uh, those in the world to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. But these individuals, as you will see, it will stand in judgment for what they have done. And so if you're out there trying to justify sin, whether it's extramarital affairs, if you're fighting homosexual tendencies and desires, these are the things you need to bring before God. And if you, you cannot claim to be a Christian and live outside of God's will, you cannot blatantly uh, thumb your nose at God and say, "I'm going. this is what I'm going to do just because this is what feels good. And uh, so I'm going to reject what God says and just do what I want to do without any conviction of sin. And that is is should be terrifying because uh, we, we need to have such great fear and respect for God Almighty because there is that. Uh, that is coming, that hell and brimstone. For those who do not know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, those who live blatantly in sin, who know the truth but live uh, in defilement anyway, will spend an eternity in hell. And hell is real. Even though people don't want to hear that, preachers don't want to talk about it. And then again, there are some preachers who talk about it a little too much, you know. I don't know if it's too much, but it just seems like that's all they harp on. They, they tend to, uh, to neglect to uh, uh, reflect upon God's grace and his mercy and his forgiveness. And they want to only want to uh, scream uh, hell, fire, and damnation. But, you know, we do need to make a point for people to understand that hell is very much real and that heaven is very much real and that God's grace is sufficient. And no matter what your, whatever your life is now, uh, and, and if it's in living in rebellion to, to God and what he has created, what he has ordained and his word, that it, you, you still have the hope that you can still bring that before God and God will forgive you. He will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. All those sins from the past will be forgiven and you can enter to the gates of heaven if you confess your sins and understand the great sacrifice that Jesus gave to atone for our sins, to uh, that the redemption, that, that buying back uh, the, as a slave who was bought back uh, and uh, that from our eternity in hell, that can change. You have hope. You can change. You can't do it on your own, but you can do it through Jesus Christ. So remember that, that uh, even though you may be living a life now that is not pleasing to God, that can change. But you've got to make that effort to give it to God and ask him and, and to come into your heart to save you. And so that uh, that change will be evident uh, in, um, uh, in, in how you're living for Jesus Christ. Now, hold on here. Let me uh, 
and get back up here. Now we're going to look at the second part of this uh, verse here, in verse 7. All right, it's, well, that didn't work. Hold on here. You can't see what I wrote. For those who are live, this will be on a podcast later. For those who uh, can't uh, see what I'm doing, I am trying to get fancy and uh, the slides I'm trying to show. There we go. All right, now you can see the slide for those who are watching the video. Uh, the second part of this verse, of course, the King. This the slide is worded just a hair different from the King James. King James says, "For God hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto uh, holiness." And of course, the slide obviously says, "For God has not called us from impurity, but in holiness." Uh, the the meaning has not changed. It's just the slide I've provided uh, is just a little easier to understand than how the King James has it. So nothing, nothing uh, heretical there. But anyway, uh, that's just it. Uh, for those of us who are saved, uh, for those of us who have given our lives and committed ourselves to Jesus Christ, remember, God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. For those of us who are saved, we need to make sure that we are a reflection of all things in Jesus Christ, that we are showing honesty, we're showing integrity. It's not that we can live a life without sin because we can't. We are we live in a fallen world. We are sin-filled, and there is none righteous, no, not one. So while we're on this side of heaven, we will have imperfections. We will sin. We will mess up. Because God's grace is sufficient, because he will forgive us, does not give us a free ticket to sin. Quite the contrary, because we've given our lives to Jesus Christ, we should want to live that much more for Jesus Christ and not want to live like those who are in the world. And so that's what separates us from those who are in the world. It should be a distinction between those in the world and, and those of us who are children of God, that we're showing honesty, that we're showing integrity, we're showing love, we're showing reflection, that we were, that we, if we are tempted, you know, it's a time and again, God's word talks about the temptress, talks about adultery, talks about these things that we have to be aware of and to avoid all sexual immorality, to avoid lust. And in a today's society, it's very hard to do. Men are visually stimulated. And, uh, but the amount of those viewing that pornography, believe it or not, the rise is in women uh, and, and even more so among men. And so we need to make sure, even though that you can't hardly go on the internet, watch a television show, even a daggun commercial without some kind of something on there that could trigger an, uh, an addiction that you may be fighting uh, or uh, or allow you to ponder on something in your uh, mind that longer than you should. Let's cleanse ourselves from all unrighteousness and let us uh, serve God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Good morning, Mr. Tommy Yates. And uh, so um, that's what should be our minds. You know, we should always be exemplifying God, whether we're alone or whether we're in public and being seen by others in all areas. And our mind, when we are alone, sometimes can be our biggest battle. And let us make sure that we are talking with God, we are walking with God, and that uh, we are trying hard to serve Him and to do what is right in His eyes. And, you know, we will fall. We will stumble. We will mess up. God understands that. And like I've told you before, your sin is not a shock or a surprise to God. He knew you were going to do before you even done it. So when you mess up, look up, realize who's in control, realize you're forgiven, realize that you are loved, and just cling to that nail-scarred hand, and God will lift you up and get you, keep you going. We will see trials, we'll see tribulations, but there are pitfalls and things. There, are, there is the uh, impulse that cannot be resisted and the, the impulse uh, that, uh, that you will give in to. And so we have to understand is, you know, help us, Lord, to deal with our impulses, uh, even with whatever it may be in your life. Help that uh, to resist those things that are not honoring to you. 
And uh, if you're have struggling in your marriage, realize that having an affair is not going to fix the situation. It's not going to cure that pain. In fact, it's only going to make things worse and cause more division and cause more hurt in families. You remember, it's a ripple effect. Uh, and uh, and if you're fighting homosexual tendencies, realize the only freedom you're going to have is through Jesus Christ. And you and even though the world may say it's okay, even though the world may condone it, even though more even though the world may glorify it, does not make it right. And you may think the Bible is archaic. You may think that it doesn't apply to today's world. Well, I've got uh, news for you. It does. It's very much as relevant today as it was 2,000 years ago. So let us make sure that, uh, that we are living a life pleasing unto God. It is a battle. It is a true battle, as you all know, and it's a daily battle. And there's many things, many demons in our lives that we have to fight. You know, it, the, the, uh, those on the uh, well, both sides of the aisles, whether it's liberal or conservative, uh, you know, they want to dig in people's past. And uh, uh, it doesn't matter if it's 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 40 years ago, if there is some indiscretion that they can find, they're going to bring out that out to discredit someone. Well, praise God that when he, when we give our lives over to Jesus Christ, he doesn't look for those things to discredit us and bring our past back up to haunt us. He forgives us of our past. He nails those past transgressions to the cross, past, present, and future. They are forgiven. They are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And so that we, good morning, Tina. And so that past is gone. We are a new creature, a new creation in Jesus Christ. It's only the devil that wants to hold that past over you. So if you have given your life to Jesus Christ, do not be ruled by your past. No man gets going. No man can go forward by looking backwards. Realize that past is forgiven. You're a new creature in Jesus Christ. Move forward. Push on and keep your eyes on the goal and the prize, which is Jesus Christ. And and realize, just take each day as it comes and live it for the Lord. And if you can do that, you'll be successful in your spiritual walk. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't compare yourself to uh, anybody else. You just concentrate on you. Uh, you know, it's one thing I want to talk to my daughter about. She's says uh, my wife said well, she feels a lot of pressure she has to uh, be good or do whatever because of, of maybe who I am as a pastor and I want I want her to understand and this goes for everybody out there there should be no pressure all right God doesn't expect you to be at a certain level 24 7 God wants you just to be the best you can be all right. He just wants you to be the best K. He wants you to be the best Tommy. He wants you to be the best Tina. And anybody else who's watching this morning, he wants you just to be you, the best that you can be, and live daily for Jesus. No pressure, man. There's no pressure. You know, God knows we're not perfect. So if we're, you're trying to put on a front of perfection, you're going to fall. You're going to fail. Uh, the only thing we can do is live daily for Jesus and pray, Lord, how can I be used for your glory? All right. There, there's no pressure. God loves you. He loves us. Warts and all. He loves us just as we are. Just try to live each day as it comes and live it for the Lord. And if you don't know your direction, pray for that direction. Pray for that discernment. Pray for that wisdom and the direction that you should go in. And don't put so much pressure on yourselves that you have to be constantly, you know, because if, you, if you're if you constantly on edge and, and have high anxiety, I got to do this or God's going to be mad. I'm going to do this or God's going to be disappointed. You're going to be miserable. All right. That's not how it works. My kids, I love them. You know, they mess up sometimes, but I love them. Guess what? God loves us far more than I could ever love my children. So we, God's going to be there. He's not going to give up on you. He's not out there with a the bigger razor saying, ah, you messed up. You're gone now. It ain't how it works, man. So just give it to God each and every day. And uh, realize that when we stand in judgment for God, 
that if you've lived a life that you've given your life over to Jesus Christ and you've tried to live daily for the Lord, you're going to hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. So don't put too much pressure on yourself than you have to. Don't put, uh, you know, some people are too hard on themselves and too analytical, and that just comes from the old devil. God is a God of peace, not a God of anxiety and fear. So keep that in mind. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another day, another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Uh, Lord, thank you for this devotion this morning. And uh, Lord, I pray those who are watching will go back and read these verses in 1 Thessalonians 4, uh, verses 6 and 7, and that uh, they will reflect upon that, read on it, ponder it, memorize it, and uh, use it as another tool in our arsenal to fight back against the, the devil when he attacks. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, uh, be with those who are traveling this week, uh, fall break and getting last-minute vacation time in. Be with those who are going to school today, children, bus drivers, teachers, parents. Let them get there and back safely with any problems or complications. Uh, Lord, I just want to lift a special prayer up uh, for David Snyder's family, Lord. Uh, David was a good man, a true brother in Christ, and he will be missed, and uh, he was truly loved. Uh, we, but we, even though we are at a loss here on earth, it is heaven's gain, and we know that we will see him again. But I pray that you be with his family and give them peace And uh, during this difficult time. Lord, there's been so many prayer concerns uh, on social media and at the church, and you know those hearts and minds, and that you'll answer each one according to your will. And Lord, be with our first responders, and Lord, please be with our police officers. Let them know that they are much needed, loved, and appreciated. And Lord, be with our active military, and Lord, be with our nation, and that you'll touch hearts and minds like never before, and they'll come to know you before it's too late. And Lord, be with our president, but a hedge of protection about him and his family. Bless them and protect them. And Lord, give him wisdom, knowledge, and discernment, and let him seek you for all things. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I appreciate each and every y'all watching this morning. And again, I'm sorry I had to go a little bit earlier than I normally do, but I hope you understand uh, as to why. And uh, if you want to share these devotions, have family and friends who may want to watch these each morning. Of course, they can go to DocYoung77S on Facebook. And if they don't do Facebook, say, don't worry, you can go to Twitter at Dr. Matthias Young. And if they say, well, I don't have time to watch a video, say, well, hey, don't worry about that. You can go to your Apple podcast on iTunes. Don't cost you a thing. The Doc Young Chronicles podcast and uh, uh, all these devotions are, and sermons are uploaded daily. And you can listen on there uh, while you're working. And, uh, of course, I do interviews, uh, Lord willing, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Be, be interviewing Mrs. Carrie Astrup. And uh, then uh, next week, Lord willing, be Mr. Steve Mann. So, uh, and if you want to get more information about Fat Life Bible Church, of course, you can go to flbconline.com. Well, everybody has a great day today, a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.